Hey guys, Dr. Ben here with the Brokenpreneur Podcast, the ambassador of flow. I'm here with the big guy as usual. What's up, man? Man, living living the dream, just like uh, just all just like always. We had a you know we had a good class today, right? That was, oh, it was so you know, good. It, it was such incredible information coming out, super helpful to agents and to uh, and to brokers, uh, and uh, of course got us thinking about uh, what we're actually going to talk about with this topic, right? We're gonna we're gonna yeah. dig into this topic. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Before we do that though, um, I got two things I want to do. One is normal. The other one, I want to give a shout out to Eddie. Yep. Cool. Right? Yeah, just a yeah, super cool guy. I was talking to him. He said, you know, Ben, I, I thought podcasts were dumb. <laughs> and, uh, what? Yeah. And I was like, <clears throat> I was like, okay, okay. You know, uh, I, I put up, I put my thick skin on. Right. But then he said, you know, I listened to one. And he's like, man, this is like really cool. Mm-hmm. And he said, the second one I came across was Ural's. And I just love it. And I'm a regular listener. And uh, and he's yeah, like, and awesome. he's like you know now I'm a pod I'm a podcast podcast fan so just want to give a shout out to Eddie man you, you rock you know it and uh, I feel his pain I thought the same thing yeah no so so many so many people do it yeah. seems like when we talk to you it's like oh man those guys just sitting around listening to themselves yeah no we're just trying to give back yep yeah, that's what it's all about yep so agreed uh, the second thing that I'm going to do you guys have heard it before wherever you're listening to this hit that follow or that subscribe button go to Brokerpreneur Podcast check out. Uh, the the new brokerpreneur fast track we got a sneak peek yep right there on the homepage just uh you know click on that button sneak peek take a look at it and gosh let us let us know what you think so Matt yep what are we talking about today man so uh, should I hire more agents right okay or should I make the agents I have already more productive what is the quickest route to me gaining some profitability I love it yep uh, so what's the answer. <laughs> just like everything else in real estate there's except decline and amend it's uh, yes I, nor maybe i knew that was coming we should rechange we should rename the podcast except decline and amend except decline and subscribe <laughs> that's right <laughs> so you know we've got we've got a list here in our notes right there's some pros there's some cons yep um you know let's just start let's just start with mm-hmm. uh you know uh, increased income Right. So, uh, so, you know, the biggest thing, if we're, if we're, if we're hiring, uh, if we're hiring agents mm-hmm. and if we're, and if we're just teaching people to be more productive, what do we think is going to happen? We automatically think it's going to increase income. Right? Oh, it's just going to skyrocket okay. through the roof. So take a look at your systems. Is that really what's going to happen with your systems? Yeah. Right. So if your systems aren't set up for that, right. Uh, and I know everybody, you know, let's just, we're in the, we're in the, the circle of honesty yeah, here. Circle of trust. Circle <laughs> of honesty. We're right. all friends. <laughs> so, is your brokerage really set up so that if somebody comes on, they get up and get productive quickly? Yeah. Or do you, or do you struggle with that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you had 10 people sign up today, like, right. is it like how quickly would how, they start making the, money? Did the, would the whole place catch fire? Right. <laughs> how, how quick would, yeah. uh, how quick would they make money for sure? Right. Yep. And, uh, and, and how fast can you get them up and running if you hire them or, you know, are all the people that you have right now, are they kind of static in what they're doing? Mm-hmm. And, and is it a fight for you to yeah. get them to, to start doing something different? Yep. Okay. So if you, if you look around your office, do you have people that are like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just really super comfortable doing things the way that I want right now. And you've got, you know, you, you know, 80% of your revenue is coming from 20% of your people, right? A little Pareto principle kicking Absolutely. in there. Uh, and, and so now you're looking at them going, okay, I know those people, they're already operating at a high level or they're already in that place. They're not going to do anything different. So if I go to them, am I going to be able to convince them? To do to get more income, yeah, 
right? Because that 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 twenty percent of the people might be like, "No, dude, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm exactly where I need to be." And so now, what you're trying to do is you're trying to kind of push the push the rope with that, right? Yeah. Or you're going to your you're going to your middle tier people, and you're going, "Okay, I really want you to really want you to pump it up, and really want you to go a little farther and everything." And they're like, "Well, I'm exactly where I want to be." Yeah. Why do I want to go a little right? So you got to you got to be a little honest with you know are your systems able to to you know what capacity are they at? Yeah. Right? And then uh, and then does everybody that you have already are they happy with how much income that that, that they're making? Okay. If not, yeah, that's a culture thing too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a whole different podcast. But, yeah, totally. Different. Yeah, I'm not getting into that. But, but you're exactly right. That's uh, spot on. Yeah, and and and, and just to oh, just to go a little bit you know further on that you know yeah you got your systems. There's so much that, you know, AI and virtual things, oh, absolutely. virtual things uh, can, can do these days. So it may be one of those things where you can talk to somebody and they say, well, I, I'm happy. I'm just happy where I am. Right. And you're like, well, what if, right. Right. What if you could do the same amount of, well, say work quote unquote, but gosh, you know, you had some digital stuff helping you too. Right. So yeah, that would, that would make a big difference for sure. Yep. For sure. Um, so let's, let's look at better client relations. Yeah. So, so whenever you're talking about recruits, right? Uh, so, so is it easy for you to find, uh, agents in the marketplace that match how you do business already? Yeah. Right. Are you in a, are you in such a small market that you know everybody Yeah. and, and you're like, well, I know Betty Sue would do a great job in, in my office and she's yep. really going to adapt to those tools and do really well. Cause at that point, right. Maybe she, maybe that is the thing to do is, is, uh, you know, hire her because she's going to adapt really quickly and you're going to start earning faster. Right. Yeah, absolutely. In, instead of trying to, you know, instead of trying to get other people to, to do that, the, the, uh, but the better cl- client relations with your current agents, you know, are they using everything that you offer? Yeah. Right. So it, it, sometimes that if we have a, let's see, let me give you a, let me give you a, a, a big picture example here. And the answer is no. What are the, are oh, they yeah. using everything you offer? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> right. absolutely. Yeah. So are they using the, uh, you know, let's say you've got a great CRM and yeah. it has texting, right? Yeah. But, but the people that you, uh, the people that you're working with, they don't like texting, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so are they, you know, are they missing the opportunity to be able to, to work a little bit, a little bit more in that CRM and be able to connect with some people by text that might be more responsive to that. Yes. Right. So what that means is your, your agents that are ignoring that capability of the CRM are actually ignoring a, a portion of their, a portion of their sphere of influence. Yeah. Because of how they want to communicate. Right. So, so could you give a little better client relationship and immediately see a better result? Yeah. Right. Or could you hire someone and that already has a good reputation that would come in and would be a good fit and they would just automatically just fall into your tools and, and start and, and go, uh, you know, get up and running like, like immediately. Right. Yeah. So I, you got, you got to take a close look at that, right? Which, which of those two is it going to, which of those two is it going to be for sure? You remember when you had to text, you know, like uh, 20 years ago and, you know, let's say you're trying to text the word cab. You had to go like one, 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 right. and then wait for a second one and then right. wait for a second one, one. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. <laughs> can you, can you imagine guys, right? We're like, we're like, oh, you know, I don't know if I want to text somebody. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I want to reach out. Like what if, oh, yeah. what if they think this, <laughs> they're there. Man, it's so easy to send a text. Oh yeah. But, Super simple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Super simple. Yeah, yeah. Client relations. Right. So more, um, let's go to number three, more revenue streams. Yeah, more revenue streams. So, uh, so, so a great example would be, let's say that I've got an office 
and uh, and I've got five five or ten agents in there that are just fantastic at selling. They're all in there crushing it. We're doing 150 million a year in in volume, and I'm I'm super happy with that. Right? Yep. And and I and I uh, and I you know one day it dawns in me. Well, two of those people deal with investors. They're doing a lot of transactions with investors. I wonder who does the property management for those investors. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, so, so then you've got an option, right? Do I, do I try to teach one of those agents to do that? Right. Do I, mm-hmm. do I walk through, do I walk through my office and ask those five people, Hey, would you want to do this? Would you want to do that? Hey, have you ever thought about commercial? Have you ever thought about this? Can I do that? So, so you start having those conversations or do you go outside your office yeah. and you go find somebody else that's already a great property manager and you say, Hey, you ever thought about coming over here and working for me? Cause I've got two of my people that are crushing it, that we might be able to get some, some of the investor business that they're getting that's going to someone else. We might be able to get it all under our umbrella. Yeah. No. Cause your agents in your office, I mean, think about it, right? So even if they've got a best friend's sister's brother's cousin that works at a different company that they love yeah. and they swear would never steal their client. Yeah. No, I know that guy. He's right. a good guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, and they would, and they would swear that they would never steal their client. I've got my investor. And I'm literally turning over some other company to deal with the rental of, of that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm at a distance of that relationship. I'm at risk there, right? Yep. Be, a, be a great broker and see if you can get all, get all that under one umbrella and make sure that everybody just stays happy with your, with your brand, you know, showing up, up every month on the check stub that comes in that, that yeah. says, hey, here's your rent. Here's yeah, your rent. be an entrepreneur. That's right. A brokerpreneur. A brokerpreneur. As a matter of fact. Right. So you know we're going to get to some cons. Uh-huh. Let's let's hit let's hit up our last pro here as yep. far as we got on our list. Um, brokerage branding, yep. right? So you got all these agents. You know they're 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 increasing their production out there, and you you know you're doing your thing. That's allowing you to expand your brand, expand your reach, Absolutely. even if it's by one extra yard sign you know, right. every week or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so if you're trying to grow your profits and you're going, okay, should I go hire more agents or should I really lean into the agents that I have? What's going to help me the best branding wise? Yeah. Right. So, uh, so the agents that you have, could you make them a little more productive? Like you just said, mm-hmm. right. Can, can they get some more listings, right? Can they get some more billboards in the front yard of houses? Right. Yep. Uh, or can they, or can they actually get billboards, uh, by doing something like commercial, right? So yeah. four by eight, you know, things out somewhere on the side of the road, right. <laughs> right. All the, you know, four by four or whatever's allowed around you. So, so all of those things, uh, all of those things are going to push that reputation a little bit. However, it's also about you making sure that the people that are in your office are, are, are using your brand in order to get your word out. Yes. Okay. So, so are that, are all the agents in your office, uh, are they all saying, you know, my brand is more important than your brand, Mr. Broker. So I'm going to minimize your brand as much as I possibly can just because my brand is the important one. So it's almost like we aren't working together other than what, other than what state law requires me. Okay. Yeah. If you have an office full of that, that's negatively impacting the money that you make. I'm just telling you. It yeah. just does. Okay? Yep. Because not only do, do the, the customers and clients not see that, and not only are you becoming, you know, so what should happen is, is, is branding like that should be a partnership, right? Yes. Okay? It doesn't have to be an equal 50-50 or whatever the deal is, but it's, it's a partnership. Yep. If, if your partnership is so small that nobody notices it, then, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, okay. So, so I mean, so we get that. I, I, I won't go any deeper on that. Right. Cause yeah. you start getting into, into, uh, you know, brokerage model philosophies and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay? That's, that's a so rabbit let's, hole. Yeah. Let's, let's stay away from that. But, but the, the less that you have that from your current agents, the less brand recognition you have, 
the harder it is for you to make money as a company, period. Don't take my word for it. Go do some reading and, and absolutely, okay? All right. Yep. So, so look into the market. Uh, take a look around. Are there agents that you could recruit that are, that are proud to partner with a company? For sure. Right? I mean, yep. some, agents, some agents look at it like, okay, I've got to completely minimize the way the company looks in my advertising. And other agents, it's the exact opposite. Yeah, they're like, yeah, this is my team. That's, absolutely. Yeah. And so is, is that somebody that you could bring on board? You know, you bring that person on board, and, and all of a sudden they're putting, that, you know, they're putting that word out. Now the other agents in the office, they kind of have a, they kind of have a decision to make, right? Yeah. Right? Especially if that person starts making some traction, especially if uh, if if their client, who is their best friend, all of a sudden sees, you know, uh, another opportunity with somebody in the same office and they realize it wasn't as much about them as they thought that it was. Yeah. OK, so so I would take a look and see how much of the branding and how much of the marketing and, and, and the promotion and everything that was going on, how much of it is being pushed by you and how much of it is being pushed by your agents how willing are your agents to push that? Yep. And then are there people in the market that would be willing to transition to your brokerage that would be willing to push that? Yes. Or can you even financially incentivize them to come over to your brokerage and, and do that, right? Yeah. And uh, and so, you know, so those things are all, uh, you know, those are some things that if you pay attention to, it's going to c- kind of help you make that decision. Do I need to, do I need to go recruit, you know, more? Yep. Or do I need to, or do I need to hire those? Cause if, as you go through this, right, some people are going to go back and listen to this again. They're going to take some notes and go, yeah, that is me or no, that isn't me. Or I'd rather have those agents than these agents. It's going to, you know, it's going to point some things in a direction. You're going to go, okay, this really is one of the, the of the two of these. This is a better option for me. Yeah, no, I, co- I completely agree with you. Let's so, throw some tiebreakers out there with the cons. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to go, you know, now it's like uh, ding, ding, mm-hmm. right? Round two. Right, because yeah. there's some there's some some uh, uh some tough love when it comes to, to growing and scaling in, a, a, a business, and you know you have to you have to say okay before I you know before I use these strategies and I go gangbusters and I, and, I, and I fix all this, am I am I ready right right as as a, as a broker or an owner? Yep. So it's a lot of work. Yep, that's the first one. Absolutely, it's uh, sometimes it's too much work. Hey guys, this episode of the Brokerpreneur Podcast is brought to you by the Speculo Group. The Speculo Group is the turnkey solution for agent and brokerage lead generation. With a focus on generating the highest quality leads from platforms like Google, YouTube, Facebook, and more, the Speculo Group is your one-stop shop to dominating your local market and beyond. Visit their website for more information at thespeculogroup.com. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Sometimes you look around your office and you just go, shit, this is too hard to get all these people working. Yeah. I'm going to go bring in some new blood. Let's see if we can refresh some things. Yeah. Right. That absolutely happens. Yeah. The the other time it's like, oh my God, nobody's moving in the market. Yeah. Right. And I've got an office full of great people who love me, who want to win, man, I just need to lean into them. Right. Yeah. Either way, it's going to be a lot of work and it's going to seem like it's too much work if you don't plan it out. Yeah. And if you don't have a plan and you don't have a real look at, 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 you know, how you're, how receptive your current agents are compared to how receptive agents in the market would be, you know, if you don't take a close look at those, you might go, okay, the easiest thing for me is to recruit people and bring them in. But then you forgot about onboarding and you forgot about the initial training that goes on to get them up to speed with your, with your tools and systems. When, whenever we talk about onboarding somebody and, and training them, keep in mind, experienced agents are not exempt from that. Yeah. Okay. For sure. So, so what they train on is different, right? So you're not going to go, okay, this is a lockbox. This is how you open a lockbox, right? That's that, that, hopefully that's not going to, that's not going to be happening. 
But what, what's going to happen is you're going to say, this is our CRM. This is our marketing platform. This is, this is how we submit escrow. This is how we do this. This is how we do that. You need to have that conversation with them yeah. in the beginning. They're going to forget a bunch of it. Absolutely, they will. Okay? Yeah. But, but you need to have that conversation in the beginning. Is that something that you have lined out? Is it something that's haphazardly happening across your across your brokerage already, right? Mm-hmm. So if if you if everybody just kind of turns in escrow, this just makes my stomach churn. But if everybody <laughs> just kind of turns in escrow, however they want to turn in escrow, yeah, and they submit contracts, however they want to submit contracts, and yeah. they and they complete things, however they want to complete them, and they put it in the MLS, however they want to put it in the MLS, please don't go hire anybody else. Fix that yeah. shit first. Oh, right? you, yeah, Get you. that lined up. There is nothing more <clears throat> damaging. The worst thing you could do is scale a mess. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You don't want a wildfire getting bigger. Yeah, right? yeah. I was listening to something to Frank Kern the other day. He's like, you know, marketing guy. And he said, you know, too many too many times, you know, I start working with a with a client, and they're just like, here's some money, right? Like, do some ads. Make right. some ads. Create some content, whatever. And he's like, no, he's like, it doesn't work like that. Right. He's like, we have to have a system generated. Mm-hmm. That we've that we've proven on a very like lean uh, budget. Okay, this works. When we right. when we when we put in one dollar, we get two dollars. Right. That kind of thing. He's like, then at that point, you say, okay, now let's scale. Now let's put the right. rocket fuel in the engine that's actually working instead of putting the rocket fuel, you know, in, in an engine you found like in the woods, right, <laughs> or in a right. or in a barn, right. Uh, and, and he caused an explosion right there. That's exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I've seen that. so it complicates the whole business model matt it does that's the next one and 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 we just talked about complication you know fix that shit first it it does where so as soon as you put pipes in a in a house under pressure yes wherever the leak is or or wherever the the weakest point is wherever it's not put together right that's where that's where things start coming out so you know that's why they uh you know that's why they do pressure tests on 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 new construction right yeah and, uh, and the reason why is because they don't want things leaking all over the place. Well, does your, does your model have leaky points? Does how you run your brokerage have leaky points when it comes to getting your current agents up and running? Yep. Or, or, is, it, or is it whenever you bring new agents on? Because there's some people, right, that, that can bring new agents on, and for whatever reason, they just get them up and going. But, man, they can't get the people in their office doing the things that they need to. Yeah. And, and so what happens is that that newer agent or that new hire that comes on, not necessarily a brand-new agent, but that new hire that comes on, for whatever reason, stays super close to them for X amount of time and then and then gently grows away from them like everybody else. Yeah. Okay? So so is that because your model? Is that because how you have things laid out? Is that because, you know, how you set your business up originally? You know, all of that needs to be looked at before you decide whether you what kind of pressure, what kind of stress test you put everything under. Yep, absolutely. And so, you know, this one's obvious, right? Yeah. Turnover. Right. And that's just, you know, anytime, anytime you're uh, just even being a broker. Right. Right. But when you start changing things up or maybe mm-hmm. you try and like, you know, put a little bit extra out there, um, you know, uh, people are going to notice it. Yep. And you say, well, it's a little bit different. Right. Right. So let's talk about turnover a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, so people leave, man. That's yep. just, that's just the way it is. Yep. It's, it's never easy. I'm not going to say I always took it personal, but I always took it like a loss. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm, for sure. Ev- every person. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and, and even ones that I didn't care for or that didn't look at things the same way I did or, or whatever, yeah. there was always some feeling of loss yeah. because when you, when you recruit, when you, when you onboard someone, you go through paperwork and all that kind of stuff, you, there's a certain connection there. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and so, so that turnover, you know, uh, 
are you are you good at uh, at looking at your current agents and going okay if I just do this with them right if I keep this distance perfectly with them uh, I know that they're going to produce at this level mm-hmm. that's just where they are if I put pressure on that I know that's probably going to shift because I've tried it before and I got pushback at at that point that's not where you go for more productivity yeah right. You, you go somewhere else for that productivity. Maybe it's not that, that group of people, or maybe that's whenever it's time to, whenever it's time to recruit. Oh, for sure. Right. But, but you also don't want to, you know, the, the, the man, you got a, you got an office full of experienced agents and every time they walk by your glass door, they see you sitting there with a the new recruit. Yep. It isn't going to be long before they feel like a number, no matter how much you told them that they're not a number. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, you got to show them. It's exactly right. Yeah. And it has to be your culture. Yes. Right. And, uh, and so you gotta, you gotta make sure that you're paying attention to that turnover and, and that you're not allowing those things to get away from you. You're not yeah. allowing those things to, to, to get out of hand for lack of a better way of putting it. Yeah. And I would say, you know, going back to what you were talking about with, you know, you saw that, you know, you saw every, you know, uh, one as a loss, you right. know, your person that, that, that switched offices if or left the business yeah, yeah or left the business. Um, if you're a broker and like, and, and you don't see it as a loss, mm-hmm. Or it doesn't affect you in any way. You're like, whatever, I don't care. Right. That's something maybe. To, that's something to maybe take a look at at at, at, at yourself. Um, I would I would be uh, I'd be uh, more inclined to say that if uh, the brokers they're like, oh, I don't care if somebody leaves and whatever, and it doesn't bother them, probably have a higher attrition rate. Absolutely. Than the ones that they don't, because you know, really need to say like, you know, uh, uh, do, do you do you really care about the agents right. that are in your brokerage? Like, do you really want them to win? Right. We say all the time, like, you know, we want, we want to be part of your win. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and, and it's, and, and every time we get to meet, you know, one of our listeners or mm-hmm. a listener becomes a client of ours or whatever, uh, it, it's just like, you know, the greatest feeling on the face of the earth because yep. it's like, we truly, yeah, you know, no. want, just want to help people. So right. yeah, the podcast is going to help you win. Uh, our, our program does it at a whole different level. Oh, the podcast sure. is going to help you win. We want people to win as big as they want to win. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and if that's not how you want your brokerage, then, then I wouldn't go recruit more people. I'd go ahead and fix that within your brokerage. And, uh, and there's, there's another podcast coming up that that we're going to talk a little bit about that, right. You know, what some of your options are, right. If you don't want to recruit, but you know, you need to, if you're listening to all this and you're like, well, shit, recruiting is really what I need to pay the most attention to. Oh, but I don't want to do it. Yeah. Man, there's some options for that. Okay. So, sorry guys. Um, too much Chick-fil-A, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Carb loading. Yeah, I kind of loaded up on Chick-fil-A carbs. So the last one, right? right. Uh, scale grows dollars, but usually shrinks margins. Right. And that's not that's not me, right? That's right. business school. Yeah. Right. That's that's not that isn't that isn't me. Now tech has uh, has changed that just a little bit, right? Yep, for sure. But uh, but you know that's that's what happens, right? At, at a certain point, you know, the leverage unless the one is outpacing the other, then the margins then the margins begin to shrink. So uh, so you know if you're saying to yourself, okay, man, I gotta I gotta make some more profit, right? Yep. Is it more profitable for you the way that you're set up? to bring more people on or is it more profitable to, to get the people that you've got more productive? Okay. Great example. Let's say that you've got, uh, you know, you've got an office full of, uh, an office full of people and, uh, and you've got a cap rate commission plan and everybody caps every year. Okay. Yeah. So does it make a ton of sense to make all of them more productive? Right. right. Or does it make more sense to bring more people in to be in that cap situation? 
Yeah. Right. So you got to take a close look at all of that and see, you know, how much the scale is actually going to is going to help you out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If every time you hire five agents, you got to hire a new staff member. Right. right. And it exactly <laughs> measures out that the staff exactly. member is what it's right. Yeah. It's, like, it's just a huge push. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Matt, anything else before I uh, wrap this up, put a little bow on it? Man, we could talk about this all day, but no. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, we appreciate you you know, so much for, for listening. Wherever you are listening, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, any of those platforms, make sure you hit that follow button. If you're watching us on YouTube. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? And uh, hit, that red, hit that red subscribe button. Hit that bell right beside it. You get notified every time we drop a new episode. Uh, last but not least, uh, well, no, I'm going to add one more thing here. Every Friday, which today's Friday, you're listening to this. Every Friday, um, we are now doing a Brokerpreneur Not-So-Secret Society. Um, it's absolutely free to attend. I'll put the link in the description below so that you can go down there and register for the next one. Gosh, we just, you know, it's, it's, it's basically a big, a big call with a bunch of brokers from across the country. And we come together. We bring a topic. We let you guys talk about it. We chime in, of course, but we love interacting with everyone. And uh, just want to make sure that uh, you guys were invited. And, and, and I'll remind you of this at the end of the next podcast and the next one and the next one. So um, go to BrokerPreneurPodcast.com, guys. Check out the, the, the sneak peek of Brokerpreneur Fast Track. Um, it is so cool. We're so proud of it. And uh, every agent or every agent, every broker that's in it right now um, is just giving us, you know, amazing reviews on it and, uh, you know, some pats on the back. And we're super grateful for that. Matt, we do all that. All that stuff that I just said. Mm-hmm. I blacked out. I don't even know what I said. Right. We do all that for one reason, one reason alone. Tell them why that is. Because we want to be part of their wins.